Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Level Up podcast. I've got Greg Harrelson with me, and this is a shorter mini episode. So we have no guest. It's me and Greg, and we're going to go deep on a specific topic and something that's been uh, on our mind and heart lately, and especially Greg in dealing with his agents. And this came up on a recent conversation, so we alluded to it, but really didn't get a chance to go in depth on the episode with Pat Wadham, which is fantastic. Uh, and it's the topic of contact or connection and what we're really doing when we actually reach out and have a conversation with somebody. So first of all, Greg Harrelson, welcome back. What's up today? Hey, man. Excited to be here. I like the contrast of colors in the background. So looking good, man. Let's, uh, <laughs> right. let's, let, let's get going and see if we can uh, you know, share some nuggets with, uh, with, with the audience. Yeah. So this is something that you've been talking to your agents and your offices about. And, mm-hmm. and so it's been on your mind. We brought it up with Pat and, and she was doing a great job. So she was an example of doing it right because she's using content and the content that she's putting out there and the conversations that she's having with her database to make real connections with people. Uh, and so tell, tell us a little bit about what got you thinking about that and what's, you know, what's the problem here? What is most people's approach to making contacts? Um, well, so let's go, let's, 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 let's approach it first with connection. Okay. I remember years and years ago, and this has been years ago when I was kind of that, I'm going to be an anti-text type of person, right? Texting is stupid. Like this makes no sense. Um, and what I was arguing was, and, and believe me, I'm a big texting person now. So I didn't win Sorry. that battle or didn't follow my <laughs> preaching on that. But, okay. but here was my argument at the time. And I, and I surely love to argue with my friends. Um, you know, I had friends telling me how this was going to bring us, it was going to make us more connected. You know, it's like the amount of people that we could text and we could reach out to, we could reach out to people we haven't talked to for years. And maybe we don't have a time to enough time to nurture that relationship. But through a text or a quick little message, you know, we could kind of reconnect. And, and I was arguing and I'm like, no, no, no. My thought of connection is much more intimate than just connecting as in you hook two wires to two different points and now it's connect the two points are connected i was thinking more of an intimate you know standpoint it's like deep connection where we really get to know each other so i was battling that argument over and over again and of course just through efficiency i became a major texter but now we're you know 10 years later however many years that is. And I'm saying we've never been disconnected more with each other. Like our kids will text each other or play messy, uh, play video games with each other online. But when, and they've got this great best friend that they play with and they text and they Instagram and they, you know, whatever they're doing, Snapchatting. But then all of a sudden the two people see each other in the same room at some event or some restaurant and they're afraid to go talk to each other. So they're connected. If we say it's two wires connected to two, two different points, they're connected by technology, but they couldn't be more disconnected on the intimate level. Mm. So what I started thinking is like, okay, if, if disconnection, when it comes to emotional disconnection is something that must be occurring, then if we go in the opposite direction and start making more 
intimate emotional connections with the people that we're contacting, we're likely going to win in the end. And so I started saying, hey, why don't we, instead of focusing on the contacts, let's focus on the connections. But it requires contacts to make connections. So the connection is more of a context of the contact. It's making sure that we don't look at how many contacts we can make today. We start talking about how many people did we connect with today. Right. And I believe with all the noise that's out there and the length of time that's now between the time you capture a lead and they ultimately do business with you, which is double and triple what it used to be. So at a time where you capture today and they don't do business until, you know, 18 months from today, which is very common, if we're living in a disconnected type of world, and we then that's why after six months, we stop following up with them and then they go do business with someone else because they didn't have a connection with us. They had us as a contact, but they didn't have a connection with us. So in order to win in an industry that's moving towards we capture so early and it takes a long time to do business, the only way that we're really gonna be able to get that long-term business is making sure that we're making true, authentic connections with people. Okay. All right, so let me... It sounds wild as I speak to this, as I as I say. Well, all I think this. It's, it might be know, a symptom of kind of what like the the, the folks that you have um, and and the the type of people that you attend to attract are very, I would say, direct and very goal driven, which are all good things. Is part of why they're able to pick up the phone and dial, um, and that maybe that lends itself a little bit more easily to losing sight of the connection. Whereas you've got the high IS people, the people people. That they're more focused on the connection. They're also the ones that are least likely to pick up the phone and make a hundred calls. So you've got there's a little bit of a a, a disconnect there, right? Certain personalities well, it's gravitate. About, it's a not the about other. a volume of calls. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like the person that that's that that's that high I I think that you said that's mm-hmm. you know more they're not going to make a lot of contacts and maybe they think about more connection. But look at how they're doing their connections. That's also the category that's afraid to make a video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. How are they making their connection? No, this is not about number of contacts. This is about technologies making it so easy to communicate and contact that we're taking the, we're being lazy and we're not going the extra mile to make a connection. Has nothing to do with volume of contacts. Nothing to, if you make two contacts a day, I'm going to say, stop making two contacts and make two connections. If you're okay. making 100 contacts, I say stop making 100 contacts and make 100 connections, and you're going to see your business go through the roof. So an example of this would be, um, we'll just take a buyer, uh, somebody who's working a buyer lead. Buyer lead comes off of Real Geeks or Boomtown or whatever you may use, and all of a sudden, you call them, you get them on the phone. Fantastic. You get them on the phone. Okay, you make a contact. You may ask some good questions. You may start even giving a little bit of rapport or generating a little bit of rapport. You hang up the phone and you either have an appointment or you're going to call them back uh, to give them more information. When you hang up the phone, 
shoot them a video that says, you know, hey, just wanted to touch base. We just hung up the phone. I wanted to put a face uh, with a voice. You know, a lot of times I never, you know, I don't get to meet anybody until they, uh, until they're, uh, meet, meet me at the first house, but I just wanted you to get familiar with who I am. In the meantime, while I'm uh, set, doing my research, make sure you reach out to me if there's anything I could be doing. Something simple like that. And, and the key was, hey, I just want to put a face to the voice. Yeah. That is an attempt to connect. If without that, you definitely had a contact and you may have established rapport, but I bet you whatever rapport you established with that contact, you actually increased it with this connection. Right. Now look for every way you can possibly do some variation of this throughout every step of the relationship you have with them. Does that mean every time I talk to them, I got to send a video? No, I'm just saying this video was an example. Right. And do something like this, because guess what your competition's doing? Your competition's doing exactly what you're doing. You're seeing an email alert. You're trying to be the first one to contact them. You contact them. You try to set an appointment and you move on to the next thing. No one is taking the extra step to make a connection. And then we're all complaining that, well, then I called to follow up and they don't answer the phone. It's because that contact, that person reached out to 10 real estate agents that day via email. Three of them called them back. One of them made connection and they went dark on the other ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The person that they're calling back is the person that they're connecting with. Do you have a, I'm going to connect with them plan. Do you have a connecting plan? If you don't, just understand they're calling back the person they have the strongest connection with. So we might as well start how, figuring out a way to make more better and stronger connections. Gotcha. Now, one, one of my one of my good friends who comes out of the recruiting industry, part of the way that he tracks that is linking the number of contacts to the connect time. The theory being, you know, the more connection you're building, the more time you spend, not on, on, you know, not on automatically so, but just on average, like the more time you spend connecting with someone on the phone, the average time you spend connecting, the better, because it means you're actually having a real conversation. So is that, is that a, a practical way for people to kind of track that and increase and put more focus into rather than just making the contact and getting off the line as quickly as possible, moving on to the next call? just maybe looking and focusing on a very practical metric like the, the amount of time they spend connected on the phone with people as a way to see, am I really building a real connection with them? I, I think that could be um, something. Yeah, I think that could be something that's measured. I would say that's not how I would measure it. But mm -hmm. I, I um, quite frankly, I haven't really thought of measuring it like that. That would be the only reason maybe why I'm not. Um, yeah. When it comes to videos, when it comes to the podcast, we measure by downloads and how many and watch time, right? So that would be a very similar type of uh, way to measure. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. But the key is, is like if you're keeping people where, where I can see this is a slippery slope. If we're keeping people on the phone in order to increase the amount of time, that's probably not going to be a, a, a good thing to measure. Yeah. What I measure and what I'm talking to my agents about is how many questions did you ask them? See, like the, the more questions you ask them, the more information you learn about them, the better you can actually communicate to them. And then if you're asking questions and you're gathering information and you're speaking to the information, you're basically demonstrating that you give a shit.
about right. the person at the other end of the phone. That's connection. And gotcha. by default, that may take a little bit more time than actually just like, hey, you're thinking about selling? Oh, you are? Okay, I'll be back with you tomorrow and give you some information. So, you know, that would be a contact and you may actually be successful going at it that way, but spending a little bit more time because you're going to gather information and learn more about them because you actually care and you're going to be know how to, uh, you know, provide solutions because you actually know what their challenges are or their goals are. That's a part of connection. So using good scripts that are full of questions and listening, you know, twice as much as you're speaking, those are great ways to make connections. And for your friend that's in the recruiting that measures it by time, he would actually see that the time, it takes more time to have those types of conversations. Yeah, 100%. And he would agree with the strategy of asking, of focusing on asking questions. So I like that because what I was looking for is a practical way Right. So I think one of the things that people struggle with, and maybe we'll do a video on this down the road, but the, the there's a lot of um, there's a lot of information, and a lot of stuff that we consume that encourages us to think differently. And there's nothing wrong with having an aha moment. A lot of times it's just very hard to implement. Right. Unless unless you start to unless you somehow absorb it and it, and it sinks to the identity level and it starts to then just manifest itself in the way that you go about business. It's very hard for somebody to go, oh, yeah, I can see how you look at things and then go back to their actions and change yes. something and understand really what can I concretely change today? What can I tweak about the system of how I make calls and how I talk to people that will deepen the connections rather than just feeling guilty that I'm not being connected enough and going, you know, I really should do more of something, but I don't don't know what that something is. And so I always want to bring it down to, you know, what are some of the practical things? And you mentioned it, which is just obviously still tracking, still tracking contacts, but keeping better track of how many questions am I answer, you know, asking them when I'm on the phone. And if I'm asking yes. them one question, two questions, something like that, look for ways to ask them that third and fourth question, not to keep them on the line, but to connect. Yeah. Just Google real estate scripts. Anybody can Google real estate scripts. You're going to see probably Mike Ferry scripts, Tom Ferry scripts, Buffini scripts, uh, Dirk Zeller scripts, gosh, Corcoran scripts. You're going to see, you're going to see uh, people that don't even know what they're doing have written scripts and got a script book, right? Here's one right. thing that you're going to see in every single script book. 80% of the, the uh, lines are going to be questions and 20% are going to be statements. So how about this for a, for a, and what you're talking about is, is Matt, you were asking me for a specific and measurable result, right? It's like, what could be specific that we could measure whether or not we got a result or not? That's what you were saying that you were asking me for. So here's something specific. Follow the scripts. <laughs> I didn't even tell you which scripts. All of the scripts are full of questions. But what happens is people don't want to, most people don't want to use scripts. Right. Because they don't, well, I don't want to use scripts. I don't want to sound canned. Okay. Well, do you prefer that your doctor use scripts? Do you prefer that your attorney, when he's defending you in a court of law, use scripts? Like everybody you pay a lot of money to, they use scripts. So why didn't real estate agents use scripts, right? The cannedness has nothing to do with the scripts. The thing that makes a, a script sound canned is you're actually just reading by memory or you're, you're, you've memorized and repeat and you're, right. and you're repeating. You haven't internalized and personalized the dialogue. It's not the scripts that are canned. It's your delivery that's canned. There's no personality in it. Okay. Nope. So the key is, is if everyone would go to scripts, all scripts are pretty majority of the.
information as questions, you would connect just by following any scripts that you have. Hmm. 100% agree. All right. Well, that's that's as far as we can go before we get into a, a whole other conversation about <laughs> scripts and board, like the key to success being boredom. Like we need to do a whole video about that. Um, but in the meantime, how do people reach out and connect with you? Best way is Facebook Messenger. It's nice and easy. Just send me a message. If anything I can do for you, I'd love to uh, continue to help other uh, agents develop their uh, their careers. And then for the podcast itself, make sure to go to either iTunes, Stitcher, uh, or your favorite podcast app, or you can catch the video version on YouTube. You can subscribe on each of those platforms. You can leave us a rating. The best place to leave a rating is on iTunes itself. Uh, and if there was a particular episode that you enjoyed, whether it's a solo episode, make sure to call out the topic. Or if it was a guest especially, make sure to call them out publicly and thank them uh, for coming on to the show and paying it forward. So we appreciate everybody's time. We love doing these mini episodes where we get to go you know, semi-deep on a specific topic we never seem to have quite the time to go deep as uh, as deep as we would like to but that's all right um but we appreciate you guys listening and interacting and reaching out and messaging us and, and telling us that you enjoy the show and sharing the show and all that good stuff so until then we'll see and hear everybody on the next episode